I have to admit, I'm a little apprehensive about acupuncture. Maybe it's the thought of little needles poking into you and feeling like I've been a pincushion for the last year and a bit. More needles has just kind of puts me right off. Or maybe it's the pictures I've seen of acupuncture, like in all those spa magazines. And these people have all these needles in their faces and they do not look comfortable. They're, they're never smiling and their face looks stretched and you're wondering like how deep the needles go. I just, it's not something that I've always thought, hey, I would like to try acupuncture or why not? So when acupuncture got first brought up for me for my neuropathy, it wasn't something that I was like, yep, yeah, let's do it. I kind of wanted to say, what else is there to do? But I'm also at the point too where I want to do everything I can to lessen the symptoms. I want to be as healthy as I can. And the neuropathy is, to be quite honest, a pain in the ass. So I'm going to go for acupuncture. So I scheduled two appointments. And I think what I like best is the naturopath I'm seeing. She's very confident. Cancer is something close to her heart. So she's honest about it, and she specializes in um, naturopathic cancer care. So all those combined, and she says it's, you know, she's seen good results. Personally, I, I'm willing to try it. I also like the, the fact was that she said, was with acupuncture, that it's not something you need to try five, six, seven, or more times before you see results. If you don't see results within like the first two sessions, then it might not be for you. If you do, then that's great and you can choose to continue or not. I like that idea because in the past I have been to physio where they try to sell you every single thing to try at home. I, I own a shepherd's hook, uh, a special ball massager and all these things that to be honest, you use once or they don't really work or you keep scheduling appointments over and over whether it's a chiropractor and it just feels like you're not really seeing results but you might so you keep going and there's this hope and I just don't want to pretty much piss money down the drain and I have enough appointments going on in my life that I just don't want these never-ending ones and having this false hope that this is gonna cure it and if I just keep going and it'll eventually it, it will help so I did sign up for two sessions so um I went and it's you know you try to relax and they're they're very tiny needles the first time though I went and it wasn't um I wish she'd said okay get into your most comfortable position because it was kind of like lay down and she had a pillow tucked under my thighs and she's like, is this a good place for the pillow? And I was like, yep. And then she started putting the needles in and it was kind of like, and then it was while she was putting them in, remember not to move because you have so many nerves where I'm putting them. So she's going to put them in between like kind of the skins of my toes around in there. And again, on my hands and in my, um, my ears and the ears one was for anxiety because I'm kind of nervous about the CT scan I want coming up. It's I want it to go good. And I've talked in the past how like it is 
it's the biggest test there is, really, because it's a make it or break it. It's either you, they find something or they don't. You're clear or you're not. So it's kind of like, so then she's like, don't move. And you're kind of like, uh, and as soon as someone says to me, don't move, that's when I want to move or when I have an itch, right? It always happens. I do something where you can't itch your nose and my nose, that's when I want to scratch my nose. So she says, you know, don't move because you don't want it to like cause damage and hurt. I was like, and now I feel like I could just use a big scratch everywhere and I'm not comfortable and I just want to move. And so my whole head, the whole time I'm thinking, okay, I just, I can't, just don't think about it. Don't think about it. Like, how long is this going to be? And so she puts them in and then she talks, well, I'll come back halfway through and I'll rotate the needles. And you shouldn't really feel the needles going in. So, the, I mean, I felt them going in, but not like they're drawing blood. So it wasn't like, or putting an IV in. So it wasn't like that kind of feeling. I felt tiny little pricks. There was one on my right hand though that I really felt and I don't know what it is but for whatever reason like I felt that one so we skipped that one and who knows why I just for whatever reason that one I kind of felt. Once they're in though it's not like you feel like there's something in your like in you I guess but it's not painful. It's more of an awareness than anything and maybe it's more so when because you're not moving and you're laying perfectly still. So your brain has time to really focus on the different parts. So you're supposed to um, close your eyes, use that time to relax. She's got music on and you're, you're laying there and I'm thinking, okay, this is great. I'm going to relax. And I hear like this drilling sound. So where I'm getting my acupuncture, the room next door is a dental office. And not like the reception area of the dental office, like the actual room where they do the procedures. And the walls are paper thin. So no matter how much you crank up that relaxing music, put on all the candles or whatever you want, I can still hear this person next door to me getting some kind of treatment in the dental chair that requires drilling, a lot of groaning, and a lot of like scraping and like whole bunch of like sound like power tools going on. The dentist is not what I would call my happy place to begin with. I don't go to the dentist and feel relaxed. I am one of those people that across their file has like this big red like alert notice that I'm a very anxious patient I guess. So you're trying to relax. You're trying not to move because you're itchy everywhere. And then you've got someone getting some sort of procedure next door. And as I can only hear power tools, my imagination is like, yeah, they're getting all their teeth removed. Like whatever they're getting sounded pretty intense. I mean, it could have been nothing but a cleaning for all. And they were fine. And the groaning and mumbling was I'm just trying to answer, talk to the dentist through having their mouth wide open. But in my head, they were getting like every tooth they owned extracted. So the acupuncture wasn't the most relaxing experience, but I did it and I don't know, I didn't, as soon as I put the needles in, it's not like all of a sudden my neuropathy went away and I didn't feel anything, but I did feel heat and warmth. And that was the big thing I noticed was my fingers have been 
cold. And it's not like a cold I notice where I wake up and go, wow, my hands are really cold. But when all of a sudden I have heat flooding to my extremities, I'm like, oh, they must have been cold because I, I feel them now. Like I, I feel circulation and I forgot what this feels like. And so that happened. I felt the kind of the heat right away. And definitely that evening, I noticed it more. And it was, it was just nice. It was nice. And I was like, oh my gosh, this acupuncture thing, it works. I, I kept an open mind and all the rest. So I scheduled my second one. And if I was smart, I probably would have brought my own like earbuds so I didn't hear what's going on next door to the dental office. But I wasn't thinking and I kind of completely forgot about it until the next appointment. And this time I kind of adjusted a bit more and tried to get as much as my scratchies and itchies out before she started kind of poking. And I knew what to expect this time. So I kind of knew I'd feel that kind of slight, I guess, little sting. I get not, not even a sting. This poking, I guess, when she put them in. She offered if she could do more needles. And I was like, no, I'm happy with this. Let's just see how this goes. So we did that. Um, there wasn't so much going on in the dental office next door. A little bit, but not like full on surgery like they were doing last time or like I said, they were probably, for all I know, it was like an illegal like organ donor place and they were removing more than just his teeth and selling all of his organs on the black market. It was much quieter next door. I have a very vivid imagination. So I, I was laying there and I've got this extra bone in my foot. And for whatever reason, I just, I couldn't get it comfortable and I wanted to move it. So I, I did shift my foot a little bit but I tried to do it like ever so slightly so I'm hoping and I didn't feel anything at the time so I think I did it really slow uh when she took out the one needle in my ear I guess it bled a bit but she said that's a good thing it's not a bad thing at all and the second time I got it I did get a bruise from one of the needles which is 100% normal but it, when you're not expecting it, I guess, it's, and you didn't get it the first time, you're kind of like, oh, why do I have that? Do I have a, a bleeding disorder now? Is my blood not clotting properly? Is it like, it's just all these things. But when you have head cancer and everything else, it's just, why not go into the darkest place possible? Again, I, um, I felt the heat. It was sort of kind of wearing off between, from the last one. And I did them about two weeks apart. So I felt the heat again and it was, it was feeling good. Uh, and then afterwards we were going to schedule a third one, but I have a CT uh, appointment coming up. I've got results with the oncologist. I've got an appointment with the surgeon. I've got to schedule a colonoscopy. I have, um, so many other appointments coming up. I got to go do blood work. I got to do a port flush and it's going to be spring break. So my son's going to be off for the week. And I'm trying not to schedule all these appointments with the week he is off. And I've got family coming out. And I've actually got two appointments for the week he's coming off. That can't be helped because they're the ones that they call you and tell you. So you don't have a choice. So I said, you know, let's hold off on the acupuncture just because there's way too much going on in my world. And we'll see how it goes. So from what I'm gathering with the acupuncture... I get 
for about two weeks and then it kind of it kind of fades. So does it work or does it help? Yes. Is it long term? I don't know. And I don't know that yet because I've only had two of them. So I don't know if maybe after the second one, it'll last longer. And then every time you get acupuncture, the results will stay with you a little longer. And then eventually, like, hopefully it'll help and your neuropathy will go away. I don't know. Uh, from one talking to the medical field, so it's they're very different for the people who actually believe in acupuncture and naturopath. They have one thing. The skeptics are sometimes even the medical field. Like if I talk to my family doctor or an oncologist or any other one who's kind of more on the medical side, in no way are they saying don't ever take acupuncture. It does not work at all. But they are very much like the evidence is conflicting, whether it helps with neuropathy or it doesn't or the long-term effects. You might feel brief effects um, but and limited, but nothing that says that by taking acupuncture or taking it for this long, you will have no more neuropathy. So it's kind of up to me how I how I feel. So it's nice to have that circulation, but also it does add up. So if it is something that's just a temporary relief, I might have it here or there, if, especially if it's really, my neuropathy is feeling really, really bad. But if it's only temporary relief, I don't know if it's something I want to do every two weeks or so just to get this temporary relief. My neuropathy isn't so, so extreme that I, it's unbearable and I can't live with it. There's people who have it bad or they can't even do it with zippers. They can't do buttons up. They have difficulties driving and it really affects their day-to-day -day living. I don't have that. I have times where I feel like it's bad, but it's not to that effect at all or to that extreme, I guess. And mine's livable. So I'm still on the fence about what, what I'm going to do about it. But so far from what I've experienced personally is I do get relief, but it is temporary relief. So after the second time, I did not, I have not gotten it since. Um, and again, after the second time, I found the relief still um, temporary and only lasting about two weeks. So it was very much the same experiences I had from the first time. So I'm kind of up in the air about whether I want to continue that on or not. It also depends on if my benefits pay for it because that's a huge thing too. If your benefits don't cover it, there and there's other options out there that they do cover, then just to explore that. But it's something I, I'm glad I tried, and I'm kind of now more open-minded to those kind of therapies and that. So that was a naturopath. Uh, and who knows, the future, maybe naturopath and acupuncture are still in my future, but right now I'm, I'm going to hold off and, and see if there's other ways. My, um, my oncologist suggested there's, uh, some exercises you can do. So, and programs. So I'm going to try to maybe sign up for one of those exercise programs and see if that helps. And then maybe I can do some comparing and contrasting of, for more longer term, um, 
results and then I'll have more of a an answer and a wider scope of different things to try and what works best for me because again as everyone is different with the effects they get from chemo the side effects how long they last how severe treatments the exact same right what what works for one person might not work for someone else